Welcome to Walking in the Light, the podcast ministry of the Fellowship of Young Christian Professionals. In 1 John chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, the Bible says, If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. My name is Bill Crockett, and I am so glad you've chosen to listen with us today. God bless you as we study the Bible together. Well, we're on lesson number two in our series on the basic characteristics of Christianity. We're in the book of 1 John, and today we're going to look at 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, and we're going to talk about the first basic characteristic of Christianity, which is fellowship with God. This is that foundation um, to everything that we do as a believer. Our fellowship with God is the key to everything else that takes place in the Christian life. This is the source of all of our other blessings. It's the source of all the actions associated with Christianity. It's the reason why we want other people to hear about God and know God and follow him. It's everything wrapped up in one basic idea. That when we receive Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we enter into a relationship with God through Jesus Christ that John calls fellowship. Tonight, or today, we're going to go ahead and we're going to begin breaking down this idea of fellowship with God and find out what it means and what's involved with it. But before we do, let's take our Bibles and let's look at 1 John chapter 1. And let's read verses 1 through 4. The Bible says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we looked upon and have touched with our hands, concerning the word of life. The life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. So let's begin by talking about, number one, the meaning of fellowship. John mentions that he is telling us these things, he's writing to us, so that we can have fellowship with God like he does. Well, what does the word fellowship mean? Well, the Greek word used in 1 John 1 in verse 4 is the word koinonia. It simply means 
a partnership. It means that we have common interest, common values, common direction. People who have fellowship have common goals, common interests, common values. Um, they want the same things. They desire the same things. They're teammates, so to speak. They're partners. This is what we can have with God, according to John, in 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. This partnership with God is the foundation for everything else we're going to do as a believer. So let's notice just a few things here in these verses that John mentions about fellowship or about this partnership that we have with God. Notice, first of all, number one, it is a personal partnership. It's a relationship between two real people, us and God. In 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, John said, That which is from the beginning, which we have heard, which we've seen with our eyes, which we've looked upon and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. He basically says that this, is, uh, this fellowship, this partnership I'm about to tell you about, is with a real person. It's a personal partnership or relationship. Now, there are three things about a personal relationship that are common to all good relationships. And these same three things are also true about our relationship with God. Let me mention them to you. Number one, communication. All good relationships have to have communication. The same thing is true with our relationship with God. And the great thing here is we've been given the privilege to be able to communicate with God. So if I'm going to have this partnership with God, then he and I have got to talk to each other. Of course, I talk to him through prayer. He speaks to me through his word. Then number two, all personal relationships have to have communion. What is that? That's just spending time together, communing together, being together. You've heard, often heard of these um, groups of people living together, and it's called a commune. All that means is they're together. So if I'm going to have the kind of relationship personally with God that I'm supposed to have as a believer, then we've got to spend time together. And then number three, all good relationships have to have consideration. We have to think about each other. We have to, to consider what the other might be thinking about certain situations. Listen to what the Bible says in Isaiah 26 and verse number three. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You see, if I'm going to have this personal relationship, which is what fellowship is, it's going to involve communication, communion, and consideration between two real people. And in my case, that's me and God. In your case, that's you and God. So first of all, this partnership is a personal one. Number two, this partnership is a privilege. In 1 John chapter 1 and verse number 3, the Bible says, that which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. We are being included in the same relationship that the apostles had with Jesus Christ. 
Now, they were fortunate enough to live when Jesus was on the earth. We don't have that, but we can have the same kind of relationship, especially that they had with him after he ascended back to heaven. It is amazing to me that God allows us the privilege to be able to have that kind of a relationship with him through the person of Jesus Christ. So this partnership, fellowship, this partnership is a personal one and it's, it's a privilege. Number three, it's a productive partnership. In 1 John chapter 1 and verse 4, John says, and we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. Now, when he says our joy, he's referring to all of us. Our meaning believers who have the privilege of fellowshipping with God. Our joy becomes complete because of this relationship. In John 10 and verse 10, Jesus said this, the thief, Satan, comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The first characteristic of a Christian is fellowship with God. And this fellowship is a relationship, a partnership between us and God through the man Jesus Christ. It's personal, it's a privilege, and it's productive. But second of all, now that we know what it means, I want us to take a look real quick at the main partner in this relationship. It's a partnership, but there is a controlling partner. There is a main partner. There is one of the partners that actually controls the relationship, and his name is Jesus Christ. As a believer, we have been given the privilege of having fellowship with God. It is not our right, nor are we the lead partner. It, 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 we're, we're just honored to be able to even be a part of it. We've been granted this privilege because of what Jesus did for us at the cross. But we in no way deserve this partnership, and we have to realize that. However, it is ours if we want it. Notice several things about our main partner, who is Jesus. In 1 John chapter 1, I want you to notice what verse 3 says again. John said, That which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And he's telling us that he's having fellowship with God. And then notice what he says. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. So I want you to notice a few things about Jesus, our main partner. Number one, he is God. In 1 John 1 and verse 1, it says, John begins the book by saying that which was from the beginning. Now, the John, Apostle John, who wrote the book of 1 John, he also wrote the Gospel of John. And in the beginning of the Gospel of John, John 1, verses 1 and 2, listen to what he says. In the beginning, just like he did in 1 John, was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. You see, our partner in this partnership, the main partner, is Jesus Christ, but he is God. We actually have the partnership with the God of all creation, the Lord of everything. 
He is the only one who has existed from the beginning. So first of all, the main partner is Jesus. And number one, he's God. Number two, he is real. In 1 John 1, verses 1 and 2, John goes out of his way to point out that Jesus was a real man. He came to this earth and became a real man. He said, I have seen him. I've looked on him. I have touched him. I've walked with him. I've talked with him. He is a real person. And you and I can have that same type of relationship. While he is not here bodily right now, we can still communicate with him, commune with him. We can have that fellowship with him, just like we are sitting across the table with a real person, the man Jesus Christ. So he's God. He's real. Number three. He is Jesus, God in the flesh. 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2 says, He was made manifest to us. In other words, he left heaven and took upon him the form of a man. He's called the word of life throughout the writings of John. And he's also been referred to as the written word and the living word. In John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, where the Bible talks about the word was with God. He came to live here. But in John chapter 1 and verse 14, he says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is God in the flesh. He came to this earth and took upon him the form of a human being. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8, the Bible talks about this. It tells us that even though he was in the form of God, he humbled himself and took upon him the form of a servant. A, he was made in the likeness of man, a human being, and then became obedient to death, even death on a cross. So Jesus is God who became God in the flesh on this earth. You see, he came here not only to die for our sins, but he came here to show us how to live as a Christian on this earth because he did it. In John 14 and verse 9, Jesus said, no man has seen God, but if you have seen Jesus, you've seen the Father, he said. So, number one, Jesus is God. He's real. He is God in the flesh. He was a human being. He wants to partner with us, number four. You see, it's interesting to me that John writes that God told him to write these things. And of course, all scriptures given by inspiration of God. And he is writing them so that we can have fellowship with them. You see, God wants to partner with us. He wants to have that relationship with us. And by the way, he wants to have that relationship more than we do. And then number five, the last one. Not only is he God, he's real, he's God in the flesh, he wants to partner with us, but our main partner brings joy to our life through this partnership. In 1 John chapter 1, in verse 4, John says, I'm writing these things so that our joy can be complete. You see, when we have this relationship with Jesus Christ, and we know that he's there, and we know that he hears our prayers, and we know that he loves us, and we know he has a plan, we know that he cares for us. It brings peace to our life. In the midst of the worst battle or storm we're facing, 
it brings peace to our life. Three things I found in the scripture that Jesus talks about, and all three of these things, he says he wants us to have joy because of them. First of all, prayer. In John 16 and verse 24, Jesus said, until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. Jesus, through prayer, wants us to have joy. So that's why, and that's part of this partnership. It's part of this relationship. Number two, obedience. Listen to what Jesus said in John 15, verses 10 and 11. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Jesus said, I obey my father. I do what the father tells me to do. And I'm telling you that if you will keep my commandments and obey the father, then the same joy I experience in my human life, you will also experience it. And that's what I want for you. And then number three Jesus actually prays for us, and he asks his Father to fill our life with joy. John 17 and verse 13, Jesus said this as he prayed in the upper room. But now I am coming to you, speaking to his Father, and these things speak I in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Fellowship with God is the foundational characteristic of Christianity. That's what allows and makes our faith different from everybody else's. We actually have a relationship with the God of the universe, a living Savior, Jesus Christ. It's a partnership, and the main partner is Jesus Christ. And when we learn how to walk in fellowship with God, that's where the joy comes from in our life. Now, next time, next week, there are two more things about fellowship we want to look at. One, we've looked at the meaning and the main partner. Next week, we're going to look at the message. There's actually a message that God told John to deliver to us. Uh, and this message has to do with our fellowship, with our partnership. Remember, he's the main partner. And the bottom line is there are some requirements to this partnership, and we're going to talk about what those are. And then the last thing we're going to look at is the method of our partnership. How do flawed human beings maintain an effective partnership with a holy God? Well, God has made a way for that to happen, and we're going to talk about what that way is and how we maintain this fellowship with God next week. So I hope that you will think about the things we've talked about this week. Um, go to our Facebook page, Fellowship of Young Christian Professionals. Share your comments. Um, encourage others who will be studying along with us. And next week, we'll look at Fellowship with God Part 2. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. Don't be in the light as you are.